Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This podcast is brought to you by... No one. And radio check. It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? It's Friday then. Saturday, Sunday. What? Yeah, it's okay. It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday, what? Man, the vocals just get me every time that Lando Norris cat can sing. But enough dicking around, Klaus, it's time to get serious. Now it's also time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that's given himself a PU upgrade for Jetta. No, no, not power unit, penis unit. From all the shagging he's doing, that man. Is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. It's your main squeeze, Goldie, aka the Goldabotamus. And while I have your attention, here, can you please just, just help me find my Ferme? I've left it around here somewhere, and when you find it, just gently lube up. It doesn't work without moisture and park it on up in there as it is the parking in my family show, the number one company F1 podcast in the entire world, according to my mum. And she's never wrong. We have all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, Jenna talks, and more. If Klaus is typed up, I fucking notes probably Klaus. And we'll have a hot, juicy one for you today. If not, it's Klaus's fault, okay? All right? Episode 92 coming at you. Eight to go to the big hundo. But don't be down like a cloud, Charlie Brown, if you've missed out on the previous 91. They're all there on the greatest website ever created, parkingitbyfermate.com, or better yet, take a moment, look down at that podcast listing app and gently stroke and caress that subscribe and follow button like it was a long-lost lover. 
You're trying to give it the business. That way you get to be the first in the world to hear my sexy, smooth, soothing sounds two times a weekend. Who doesn't want to get down and dirty right there in the slop with a little slap and tickle with a gildopotamus twice a week? I know, I don't mind that one bit. We have the socials for you as well. Our parking my Fermi on Twitter, Facebook, Insta, Graham. But what are we going to talk about today? What the hell? Well, we're going to predict, okay, the next new podium and race winner. All right, we had Alonso get on the podium. I know he's not a new podium or race winner, but, but you know, that's something different we've seen on the podium. So we're going to predict the new podium and race winners in the whole field of people that have never done it before. Crofty's Love Files is back, baby. Uh, we also have a little segment I like to call. What? What? Let's go. Drivers. Ranking. Oh, it's been a few weeks since we've done this. We've got three races we need to cover off. How are they trending in drivers' power rankings? That's it. Drivers. Ranking. And of course, everybody's favorite segment. Cody's Top 5. That's it. Cody's Top 5 moments of the year so far. Klaus, you are on fire with the button pressing today. Well done. So if you don't you got to hang around and see that. That's all I'm saying. You don't want to miss it. But before we even get started, we need to have a little talk. Because I'm looking at you. You've rocked up here today. Looking like that from head to toe, you look horrible. You look uncomfortable. You're fidgety. You're looking like a right mess. Please, change into something a little more comfortable. A silk robe, a kimono perhaps. Ooh. And then step back into the dojo at the back of the circuit here. Light some candles. Oil up from head to tippy toe. Grab a glass of vino. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Thank you, guys. What do you think? Do you think that was a smooth operator? <laughs> smooth operator. operator. I think that was the smoothest operation of my life. <laughs> yeah, man, you sent them. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's exactly what you need to do. So, we're going to have a little chat right now. Because what we saw last weekend, for the first time ever, it will be your stat of the week, spoiler alerts. Uh, we saw a Hamilton Alonso Verstappen podium. It was Alonso's first podium in what, seven and a half years? I mean, it was it was exciting to see him back up there again. But it was a different podium, something we hadn't seen. But you know, Alonso's been on the podium a few times before. I don't know if you know this. He's won two world championships. He's actually only a couple of points away from winning five world championships over the years. Yeah, I do my research when I look at another page on on Facebook and Instagram and steal their stats. So we're going to go through the drivers that are going to be a part of the field this year and next year and try and predict the likelihood of which one of those is going to get a podium finish first. Okay, all right. So we're going to start with least likely. Uh, Antonio Giovinazzi racing car, Jesus, I would say is the least likely on this list of all the drivers to get on the podium. Why? Well, he's only got two races to do so. Is he going to make the podium in Jeddah? I would love to see it. Don't get me wrong. 
Oh my gosh, I'd love to see it more than I'd love to see him shirtless on my Instagram feed. But I just don't think racing car Jesus has it in him. I think he's crucified. There will be no resurrection. He ain't coming back. So, who is the first one we're going to compare him with? I reckon the second least likely to do it. Quinn Yuzo. He's going to be the least likely to do it. The second on the list. He's not even in the seat yet. He's the one replacing Giovinazzi. Now, out of those two, who do I think is more likely? Quinn Yuzo is going to make it. He's got a brighter future ahead of him. He's got some talent behind him. But, I mean, it doesn't always translate. Because now, Quinn Yuzo stepping into that alpha, he's going to have shots at podiums. But is he going to have more of a chance or less of a chance than the next person and that's going to be the first of the Rich Daddy Club, Nikita Mazepin. Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. You like that little stink? You like that? Yeah, that's not going to get tiresome at all for all the rich boys out there. But Nikita Mazepin, Nikita, give him a squeeze. I think he's got more of a chance of podium than Zoe. I do. I mean, we don't know what the cars are going to be like next year. And yes, Haas is... Wow, they're bad. But they've spent the entire year this year designing that car all right, for next year. They've spent... They've got Daddy in the position there with the team. He's got all these new tricks, plans, all in place, ready for them to bounce back for 2022. I think Mazepin has more of a chance of getting a podium than Zoe. First, first. I think they both can do it. Mazepin's, he's won some races in F2, alright? He knows how to drive, you've got to get an FIA license, you can't just rock up to Formula 1. Yes, your daddy helped you get there. Yes, you've had a woeful season, you're a couple of seconds off your teammate at the moment. But, who knows what's going to happen? So, Mazepin or so, who's got more of a chance? I'm leaning towards Mazepin, just, and that's going to get me a lot of hate. But that's because every time I see him, he grabs my titties. Next up, who's more likely to get a podium? Nikita Mazepin or Rich Boy number two? Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. Nic Nicholas Latifi. Ooh, smother me in Nutella and lick it off. Who do I think? out of Latifi and Mazepin is more likely to get themselves a podium, I'm actually leaning towards Latifi. I think that Williams, we've seen just how good that Williams car can be when you've got a proper driver behind it. You've got Latifi in there again. Albon's coming in as his partner next year. You're really going to get a barometer now to see how good Albon and how good Latifi actually are compared to each other. I, I think Latifi's a chance. I reckon Williams is sort of, they've turned that corner. We've had the three or four years of Paul Williams. They've turned the corner. and They're going to start going upwards. If you give me an option out of those two, who do I think is going to win, uh, get on a podium first? I'm going with Latifi. Next up, we've got three more. Three more that are currently on the grid or contracted and haven't made it to the podium yet. So which one of these three? Could any of them have more of a chance than Latifi? Spoiler alert, the answer is yes. Because next up is Daddy's Boy number three, Let's Stroll. Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't Ooh. drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. That's it, baby. You can rely on your old man's money. 
You can rely on your old man's money. Let's draw. Lawrence is suck. Look, he's been so close. He's got a pole position. Okay, but then he shat the bed in Turkey 2020. And since then, he hasn't looked close. Now, do I think he's got more of a chance than Zojo over Nazi Latifi and Mazepin? Yes. Because who knows what the Aston Martin's going to be doing next year. He's sitting back. He's learning from Seb. He actually has moments of brilliance, but he also has moments of shithousery. So what's really going to happen? I don't, I don't know, but I think Stroll's got more of a chance. And the unknown is what makes this so exciting. Now, the two drivers I haven't mentioned, I think, have more of a chance. Because next up, Mick Schumacher. Oh, no sting for that one. Because Mick Schumacher ain't a rich daddy's boy. He's actually got some talent. Now, look, again, he's in the house. He, he's shown some promise, but yeah, that car is woeful. He, he's beloved by the grid, and I think that actually plays a part of this. He gets to pick the brains of people like Seb Vettel, okay? people like Lewis Hamilton. He, he can befriend them, talk to them. He's got that relationship, all right? He's getting all that insider knowledge. And I think, again, the way I think Mazepin's going to improve and has more of a chance than Latifi, Giovinazzi, or Zoe, Schumacher's going to have more of a chance than him just based on skill alone. But there's one driver on the grid who hasn't got a podium in Formula One, who I think has more of a chance than all of these drivers, and that is Ayuki Sonoda, my little China doll, my little dumpling. Now, Yuki, you're in the Alpha Tauri. That car has won a race, Monza 2020. Okay, yes, it was the previous year's car. Anything can happen when you're on. You are on, my friend. Bahrain, your very first race, you took it to Alonso. You were looking fantastic. Then, yeah, you kind of, you shat the bed for the next 12, 13 races or so. But you've come a little bit of form lately. I like what you're doing. And I think next year, you're getting yourself a podium. And by me saying next year, you're getting a podium, that means none of you are getting a podium this year in the last two races. Too much is on the line for the, the pointy end of the grid. Something drastic needs to happen for that to happen. But next year, I reckon you'll get there and you'll get there on merit. But that was a list of the drivers in likelihood of podium finishes. Which ones I think that have never gone on to the podium before will get there before anyone else. But what about race wins? Well, let's have a look. There's, there's a few more to add to the list. Now, out of those, do I think, which one do I think has got more of a chance for a race win? I think there's a few drivers that, look, we got to add in Alexander Albon. He's made it to the podium twice, so he didn't qualify for that list. But he's in a Williams. I don't think they're getting a race win next year. I think they're drastically improving. I think he's going to outshine Nicholas Latifi. I think he's going to score some points. I'm excited to see what he does. Okay. But there's three drivers that weren't in the podium's discussion that haven't got a win but have got a podium and... We're going to talk about the likelihood of them. Now, obviously, out of these next two, I'm going to say, who's more likely? Carlos Sainz or Lando Norris to get to get a win, to get their first win? If you asked me a month ago, I'm saying Lando Norris without question. But ever since he shat the bed in Sochi, and yes, shat the bed is the word of the day today, but ever since that happened, he's driving scared. I mean, I know Ferrari have had a little bit of an upgrade. They've turned their engine up. 
But that's why I think Carlos Sainz might might be more of a chance to win, get their first race win out of the two of them. And then the last driver, of course, is George Russell. He's going to Mercedes. He's going to have more of a chance than anyone. I reckon George Russell will be the next new driver to get a win in Formula One. What do you guys think? Let me know over at the socials, at Parker and my fair mate, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, slide into the DMs. But now it's time. For your stat of the week. I'm a stat man. Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Oh, so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Ooh, I am a stat man. Got a couple of bangers for you today. Guitar podium. The guitar Grand Prix podium had 336 podium appearances between the three drivers. The highest ever by a long way. And the first time they've all appeared on the podium together. Yeah? Not a bad stat. It's not bad. Okay, you didn't like it? All right, how about this one? Lewis Hamilton has won more races, 102 races, than any other country other than Great Britain with a 306 and Germany with 179. Yeah? How's that? For your stat of the week. Bada bada bee, bada bada He's a stat man. Ooh, that was a good stat. Was okay. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Now, once in a blue moon, David Croft lurks the bars, prowls the streets looking for ladies. And that's no different today as we return with Crofty's Love Files, Part 5. After the visit from Brundle, I was rattled like I was Valtteri Bottas and Russell had had enough. I continued to make my way towards the trains. They were going to take me down to the docks to confront Karun Chandok, the man that loved the ladies, but the ladies, they did not like him. It was raining and I was wet like Imola, but I wasn't bothered. I worked better when there was some moisture about. And I continued along the cobblestones towards the station, my trench coat flapping in the breeze like it was a driver's tearaway visor. I see the steel beast sitting there. The conductor approached me like I was an FIA steward and he was Hamilton about to argue something. Crafty, would you like your usual seat in first class? Of course I would. Make sure there's a double Midori on ice for me when I get there. Already taken care of, sir. Good. (laughs) 
See, I walked towards the front of the train where the first class carriages are. I had to travel a fair distance. I approached my carriage, private carriage, just for me. They knew how to take care of their man, but of course they did. I helped the owner of the railroad score an evening with Misty Hyman a few weeks back. And who doesn't want an evening with Misty Hyman? I see the shadows of someone messing around in first class and I immediately clasp my pistol, getting ready for action as I move closer and closer. I saw the shadowy figure was none other than the ravishing blonde I saw at the chicane a few nights ago. Her name escapes me. But a chance to introduce myself once more would not escape me this time around. I reached the first class carriage and slowly opened the door. The dame didn't see me there. She was bent over looking through the drinks cup. I wasn't going to rush her. Crofty enjoyed the view very much. It reminded me of the curves in Spa at the Belgium Grand Prix. Oh, and you just know I wanted to hit those apexes. You can stop looking now. I'm here. She immediately stood up, holding the bottle of Midori and two glasses. Oh, about time you arrived. I've had my eye on you for some time. Well, if you play your cards right, I'll let you put more on me than just your eye. My name's Miss Tinkle, Ivana Tinkle. Oh, don't let me stop you. She continued toward towards me. She shrieked. Oh, sorry about that. I reholstered my pistol. Sometimes when I play with that thing a little too much, it can go off. Now, we wouldn't want anything to go in bang tonight, would we? Ivana Tinker looked me up and down, sized me up like she was an FIA handing out penalties and I was a driver at Imola. The train jolted as it disembarked from the station. The jolt made Ivana fall into my arms, her hands placed on my chest and her lips just millimetres from my face. You must be careful, another jolt like that and who knows what positions we might have ended up in. The last thing I would hate is to find myself in one of your sticky situations. Ivana Tinkle said, while licking her lips. She poured two double Midoris and it wasn't long before the train entering a tunnel that was going to be taking us through to the docks. She threw back the Midori and then threw the glass behind her, licking her lips once more and looking at me like I was a piece of meat. Oh, yeah. We entered the tunnel and the cabin turned pitch black. Well, I guess it's lights out. And away we go. was another fantastic tale of Crofty's love files. Will he ever get to the docks? Will he ever find Brundle's girls? And will Misty Hyman ever spend a night with him? You'll have to tune in next time for Crofty's love files. Ooh, Klaus, we are just cruising through the show today. It's been fun. It's been good, but I need a break. I need to quickly go get myself a cuppa. It's one of those, look, there's no race weekend. We just need to relax, pull it back a bit, have some fun with it, all right? You agree, you're not along. Are, are you having a seizure? It's, oh no, I've got to look after Klaus, he's having a seizure. Quick, quick, uh, uh, press the button, press the button. For generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. Racing was then born. And who was going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldi, of course. 
Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Galdi. Oh my, my, big second half coming up to Klaus, you right now? Gave him a little mouth-to-mouth and he was, turns out he was faking. He just wanted me to kiss him again. <laughs> Classic Klaus. Anyway, we've had a big show so far. We've talked about the likelihood, the next podium finishes out there, the next race winner, the next next one to finally do it. Break that virginity. Break your virginity? Break it? No, you lose it. You misplace that virginity. And we had a little Crofty's Love Files to get you in the mood, but we got a huge second half to go. Top five moments of the year so far, as well as the driver's power rankings. <laughs> I'm excited. But that's not all. Make sure you subscribe and follow because we have a big show coming up. A couple of shows next week, episode 93, 94. We're going to start talking, previewing the Jeddah, Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, whatever the hell they want to call it. So get excited. All right, Klaus, it's time for you to fade me out. Come on, Klaus. Yep, that's it. That's it. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's exactly what you need to do. Get over onto those socials. Make sure you give that like and subscribe button a little slap and tickle. Really gets my motor going. But what really also gets my motor going, Klaus, you awake? You awake? Because I'm about to say it. It's now Cody's top five. Oh, Klaus, wake up. Come Cody's on. Oh, my God, Klaus. Five. No, no, let's try that again. It's now time for Cody's, Cody's top five. All right, that's better. Whatever. Moments of the year so far. Now, look, this season has been remarkable, historic. All right, we've seen stuff this season we've never seen before. It's been amazing. I'm actually so, so happy. To have, to have witnessed this one. We haven't had a season this exciting, this thrilling since about 2012. That's how incredible this season's been. So it's very, very hard to narrow it down to just a top five, but I'm going to give it a shot. And we're going to start with a little bonus one. And look, it was in Sochi. Lando Norris was leading the race. Hamilton was behind him, and that's when the reins started. Well... You gotta take a listen to that. Lando, what do you think about it, Inter? What do you think about it, in Inter? No! Now, is that the right decision or the wrong decision? Oh. We'll only find out of the checkered flag. What Hamilton loses by making this pit stop, will he be able to make up as Norris continues to struggle out on the track? And all the lap times have got that much slower. Damage for Lance Stroll as he slides his way off the circuit and into the barriers. Yeah, he managed to get out, but you can see... Oh, and that might have been an earlier uh, moment with uh, Pierre Gasly. And it's now just four seconds between Norris and Hamilton. Verstappen could finish P2 here. And Hamilton takes the lead of the race as Lando Norris slides off the track and avoids the barriers, manages to keep going, but Hamilton takes the lead. Meanwhile, Max Verstappen, who's on the intermediate tyres, is making his way through the field. This is how the lead swapped hands. Absolutely incredible. I feel so sorry for Norris. He had everything. But that's the benefit of being second. You can hang it out or go forward. Has he crossed the line? Is he going to get another penalty? Oh, no, oh, you no, can't come no. back. And he's gone back into the pits, and that is going to earn him a penalty. 
I mean, talk about iconic moments. That was a huge moment. But I haven't even got it in the top five because so many other things happened. Oh, oh, my nipples are hard. That's how excited I am right now. So let's get started straight away. All right, Klaus, let's go. Cody's top five. Top five moments of the year so far. Number five, um, Lewis Hamilton in Brazil. How's that effort? Going up 25 places over the race weekend to win the Brazilian Grand Prix, or the, sorry, the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. For those of you that don't know what happened, well, Hamilton on the Friday qualified fastest, but his wing opened just a little bit too wide. It opened up wider than a girl's legs when she's around the Kultapotamus, that's for sure. And as a result, the FIA said, nah, back of the grid for you, pretty boy. And so on the sprint, on the Saturday, he started from dead last. He was disqualified from the qualifying, so he had to start dead last in the sprint. Well, the problem is, you've got that in engine turned all the way up. You've got some fresh tires. You're in the fastest car with the best driver. You're at the back of the grid. Oh, it's going to be fun to watch. He got all the way up in the 24 laps. He got all the way up to fifth. Amazing effort. Oh, no, wait. Wait. He got a five grid place penalty for the ICE change, so he started from 10th in the race. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That, 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 that's cool. Yeah, there's no way he's going to win. Oh, no, then he just overtook the next 10 and won by a mile. He absolutely had himself a weekend. That's one of the best performances I've ever seen in his career. Klaus, roll it. Lewis Hamilton now has the checker flag in sight for his 101st win. Hamilton, against the odds, has come home to win the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. What a victory for Lewis Hamilton. He's not ready to loosen his grip on that championship trophy. Not just yet. And with three races to go, is it very much game on back at the top? Cody's top five. Top five moments of the year so far. Number four, Hamilton and Verstappen get in it for the first time in Silverstone. British Grand Prix, the first weekend with the sprints. They start out, that start of that British Grand Prix, they're going wheel to wheel through all the corners. And then all of a sudden, it was only a matter of time. Oh, I'm going to let, I'm going to let Martin Brundle and Crofty bring you the news. Klaus, play it. And it's lights out and away we go. Once again, Max Verstappen gets a decent start. Not as good as yesterday. Hamilton is right with him. Leclerc is already ahead of Bottas. Verstappen's ahead of Lewis Hamilton going through the second turn. It's the Red Bull, but Hamilton's coming back. Into Village we go. It is Verstappen from Hamilton. Then Leclerc, Bottas and Ricardo ahead of his teammate Dan Lando Norris. Verstappen's going to have to weave like crazy. Hamilton got a better drive off the loop. He will be faster down the Wellington straight into not, Brooklands. Not going to get a chance to weave because already Hamilton is with them. They almost touch. They go into Brooklands. Verstappen stays ahead. The crowd roar their approval for this. The two championship contenders giving it everything. It's not over yet because Hamilton gets another slipstream all the way down the old pit straight into Cobb's corner. These are critical corners for this Grand Prix. Hamilton's going to try again. This time on the inside. A continent touch. Verstappen is out of the race and that's a big crash into the cops Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen coming together Hamilton continues on Cody's top five top five moments of the year so far number three um look the race itself was a bit of a not a moment but the moment 
George Russell in a Williams in 2021 got on the podium? Take a listen. As we red flag the race with a race win, if we can't get going again. And with two laps, two full laps completed, race control has now decided it is time to go back to the pit lane again because conditions haven't improved. They'll be monitoring the radio. They'll be looking at the pictures themselves. They'll be getting instant feedback from Bert Mylander and Michael Massey and his team. Ladies and gentlemen, the race will not resume. The decision has been made. Max Verstappen wins the Belgian Grand Prix. Cody's top five. Top five moments of the year so far. Number two, Hamilton starts hungry alone. Oh, you don't remember this because it feels like it happened at the start of the year. No, 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 no. It wasn't even that long ago. The Hungarian Grand Prix, Budapest. Woo! It just went from a little sprinkle and it was getting dry enough on the formation lap. Every single driver, this is after Bottas took out half the field, every driver went into the pits to put on some slick tyres. Except Hamilton, which left us the iconic scene of Hamilton being the only person on the grid to start a race. I... Like that, if that's not a moment of the year so far, oh my gosh, I don't know what is Klaus. We were all in disbelief. You were in disbelief too. You, I know, it was incredible. Hey, roll the footage for the people at home to hear all about it. And look how dry the track seems to be. So uh, let's see how quickly we see the first slick tire runners. At this rate, everyone is going to box. They are standing by and they are ready with tyres. They are the red tyres. Is he going to dive into the pit lane? No, he's not, but Esteban Ocon is. Hamilton's going to be the only one who's going to start this race. What Hamilton needs to do here is to get as far ahead as possible of the rest of the field. Otherwise, he is going to lose out big time. It's going to be lights out and away we go for Lewis Hamilton only. The race leader is the only driver who's not come into the pit lane to change tyres. Now, he can race full blast down towards turn one. There's nobody behind him and through he goes. But out now, into the race comes the Williams of George Russell, who is up in a second place. Then Ocon, then Vettel, then Latifi, then Sonoda, and then Sainz, then Raikkonen and Alonso. And number one. Cody's top five. Moments of the year so far. Number one. Big Dick Danny Rick. I mean, I'm a little biased, but Big Dick Danny Rick, BDDR, wins in Monza. Woo, shoeys for everyone. In a race that saw Hamilton and Verstappen come together again. We had Norris pushing up blocking people off, also wanting to get past Big Dick Danny Rick, but he was saying, oh no, I'll hold back here, I'll get us that first one, two of the year. And then Daniel Ricciardo gets himself that huge win. Oh, what a moment. Klaus, roll it. He left Red Bull, he went to Renault, he's gone to McLaren, he's going to get the victory now. It's McLaren and Ricciardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Lando Norris comes home to make it a 1-2 for the men from Woking. Sergio Perez comes home to take third on the road, but he drops down to fifth because of that five-second time penalty. Bottas on the podium for an eighth time this season, ahead of Leclerc, Sainz, Stroll, Alonso, Russell and Ocon complete the top 10, start the celebrations for McLaren. Ricardo's done it. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah! 
So, they were... Coldies Top 5. Moments of the year so far. Because we've still got two races to go. And the championship is tighter than my bunghole when the wife wants to get a little fancy from the behind. We've had Norris in Russia shit the bed. We've had Hamilton in Brazil go ham. Hamilton, Verstappen come together in Silverstone. George Russell gets a fucking podium. Hamilton starts hungry all alone. And Big Dick Danny Rick, give a dog a bone, wins in Monza. What? That's that's just some of the stuff that's happened this year. I'm sure I've missed some. So let me know over at the socials, parking in my family, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. But that was... Coldies Top 5. Ooh, moments of the year so far. Ooh, Klaus, I am exhausted. It has been a show. It has been a show. But we can't just sit back and relax. No, no, no. We must soldier on. We've got the power rankings coming up. But I'm going to just change my shirt. Because I'm starting to sweat through it. Because I'm bringing too much heat, too much gusto, too much energy to the roll. And you know why I do that? We give the people what they want. That's exactly what we do and what the people want. Is a host that brings you that that gusto, that fire, that tingling in the plums. Yes, 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 yes. So, what else do you want? No, 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 I'm opening the phone lines. You're not calling through? Well, tough titties. I'm giving you this anyway. You're getting yourself a 5% discount because you listen to the number one podcast in the world. It is Podcast Exclusive 5. Use that in checkout at parkitinmyferme.com slash merch. Link in description and you'll look fresh and dope. Christmas is coming up. Don't you want to look good at Christmas? You want to rock up and you'll have your mum and dad yelling at you, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing? You're a disappointment. Be more like your brother. <laughs> yeah. But does my brother look as good today as I do? Wearing my comedy Formula One number one podcast in the world t-shirt. Wearing my all gaps are small for Big Dick Danny Rick t-shirt? Yeah. I didn't think so. And you know why I've done that. You know why I've designed them that way. <laughs> you got to give exactly the right. oh, We give the people what they want. Yes. What the people want is to look good. We got the sizes extra small to 5XL to look after you big, husky, chunky boys out there. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being chunky, that's for sure. And also, guys, we've got the colours. We've got white, black, brown, tan, sand. Yeah, some will say they're all the same colour, kind of beige, bone, cream. No, we've got greens, blues, reds, yellows. They're all over the place. So head on to parkinginmyfermate.com slash merch. Link in description. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Free shipping worldwide, baby. You know why I've done that. That's right. We give the people what they want. Well, well, hell, well. But now it's time for... Drivers. Ranking. That's it. Drivers power rankings. We've had three Grand Prix since our last one. We need to rank them, baby. Drivers. Ranking. Woo! I'm excited. So, since the last time we've done the Drivers Power Rankings, we've had three Grand Prix. The Mexican Grand Prix, the Sao Paulo Grand Prix, and the Qatar Grand Prix. Why do we do that? Well, because we go on form. 
We don't go from race to race. Oh, look at the race results. Oh, Hamilton won, Hamilton won. Oh, he's number one. Oh, who came last? Oh, they're the worst. No, no, no. We go on form. It's more the driver, not the car that we look at. Ferrari, for example, has scored 47 points in those three races to McLaren's four. So do you think McLaren are going to be up to towards the pointy end? No. The days of Lando Norris in, in one or two on this list are long gone. He's been horrible lately. But without further ado, let's jump into it. We're going to start with number 20, uh, Nikita Mazepin. Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. Woo rich boy, Nikita Mazepin. In at number 20, you suck. No, 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 you suck. Look. Brazilian Grand Prix, I thought you're bouncing back. You give a shit, you're trying. You still qualified last, but you're giving it a go. You're only just behind the pace on a track you've never raced at before. But then we go to guitar, another trace no one's ever raced at before, and you're two and a half seconds behind your teammate who was second to last in the qualifying. No, you are woeful, you shit. Do better. Number 19. Nicholas Latifi. Cause you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. Well, that's exactly right. You can rely on your old man's money, even though it's not needed over at Williams, apparently. But you're in at 19. You are really, really struggling as well. I mean, there's moments of brilliance. I actually really like Nicholas Latifi and I hope at next year's car with him and Albon there. Having Albon there next year is really gonna get us a good idea of just how good both drivers are. Because right now, George Russell's making Latifi look like a bit of a numpty. Okay, but if Albon comes in and Latifi holds his own, well then we'll probably know that Albon was shit and it was right for them to get rid of him at Red Bull. But maybe Latifi shines a little bit. And I, I don't know, I'm a bit excited for that. But right now, your form has been woeful. You, you haven't done anything for me. You're at the back of the grid, baby. You're 19, 18. Mick Schumacher, look again. Struggling a little bit on form. It's the Haas. I mean, he, he's still doing all right, though. Over the last three races, he's actually performed pretty well. Um, hasn't... Did get beaten by Mazepin in guitar. I know they pitted you 500 times. You nearly took out Alonso leaving the pits at the end of the race. But overall, Mick, you've done all right. You've done all right, but I've got to still put you down at 18. You're new to the sport. Next year, I expect you to be, you know, top 10 in the power rankings. But right now, you're going to be sitting down there. Number 17, Antonio Giovinazzi. Racing car Jesus, look. You're done and dusted, mate. You know it. The writing's on the wall. Just enjoy these last two races. Because guitar, you were, you were nothing. You were just sitting there doing your thing. I, I mean, over the last three races, you've really been anonymous. I can't, there's nothing more I want to say because racing car Jesus, although you do things to me that I wish my wife would do. But you're just not doing them on the racetrack, and that's a bit disappointing. Number 16. Mr. Saturday, George Russell. Now, look, he's fluctuated quite a bit on this grid. But these last three races, after Sochi, where he qualified high up, he's great in the wet. Oh, my boy, George Russell. George Russell loves a bit of moisture. Woo, woo. Loves it when it's moist on the track. But he's dropped back a little bit. They're not obviously doing anything to the car. They're waiting until next year. He's 
He's already got his Cedo rep Mercedes. I think he's just going through the motions at the moment. I think that's it. And when you go through the motions and you don't give a shit, then you go, you fall down the list. Number 15, Kimmy, the Iceman cometh, Raikkonen. Oh my lord. He's, um, he's had some moments and I'm pretty happy with how he's going the last three races. This is the farewell races for Kimmy at the moment. Um, only got a couple of races left of his career. I'm going to be very, very sad to see him go because he's given us some absolute gems on the radio and we're going to do a full package of that after the last race as well. Big goodbye message to Kimmy. My, my love, my muse. Number 14, Yuki Tsunoda. Now look, Yuki has been lower on this grid, but he's actually had some moments this year where, or recently, sorry, where I think he's starting to turn it around because he had that one race in Bahrain. Like I said, where he's dominated rookie first first race ever, actually did all right, held his own, looked really good, and we we're like, oh my god, it's so cute, Yuki Tsunoda, little guy swears on the radio. <laughs> now we got over it because he started being shit, started just insulting everyone. He was rubbish, and we had enough. But now look, these last three races, I'm starting to see something. It might not quite be there yet, but I'm starting to just see it. Um. But the thing is, he's measured against his teammate, and Gasly's been performing quite well up until recently because number 13 on the list, Pierre Gasly. Mr. What did we just do? Gasly. Now, this isn't entirely your fault, and I know I'm trying to do these lists based on the driver and how they're going, but this is a little bit on the team as well because the team has been horrible with the strategies. Your race strategist over at Alpha Tower needs to get fired immediately because you're always on the wrong tires. You're always pitting a hundred times a race. What is going on? You started P2 and guitar, where'd you finish? Outside the 10, outside the top 10, I think. I, I can't even remember. You pit a hundred times. You weren't flying off the track with a puncture, were you? I can't remember that. But if you start P2, Pierre Gasly, there were, I don't know what happened. There, there should have been an opportunity for you to get on a podium at least. You know, you're quick in that car. If you beat Hamilton to that corner, who knows what will have happened. Number 12, big dick Danny Rick. Give a dog a bone. Now look, you've just been out of form. We After that summer break, you came in. You were hot. All right? You were great in Spa, even though there was no race. The qualifying, you were great in. Okay, Sochi, you were great in. Monza, you were great in. But now you've gone back to the old. The old start of the year, BDDR. You know, you're just putting in the laps. Now, I know there was a fuel issue with guitar, but this is based over the last three laps, three races. You haven't been there. Number 11, Seb Vettel. All right, Sebby boy. We're, we're starting to just see you. They've packed up the car. They've had enough. You're just, you're done for the year as well. All right. And that's a problem with a lot of these now. They're done and dusted for the year. So Seb Vettel, just going through the motions. We're not going to see another podium from Sebi boy. I hope I'm wrong with that. I really do. But I think he's just out there doing laps at the moment, enjoying himself. All right. We're at the halfway mark. I need a break from talking. So let's play the sting. Woo! Drivers. Ranking. That's it, one half down. We got 10 to go. We have 10 to go. Let's go, baby. Drivers. Ranking. Now, number 10. This is going to upset a few people. Because number 10 is 
Lando Norris. Based on the last three races, do you think he should be higher? Do you think any of the people whose names I'm going to read out are meant to be below Lando Norris? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. He hasn't had form. He's finishing outside the top 10. He scored four points in the last three races. Lando Norris, a guy we thought might be challenging third on the Drivers' World Championship, has scored four points in the last three races. Ricardo scored zero, so, I mean, I'm, he's still outshining the teammate. But Lando Norris, four points. Number nine, Lance Stroll. Because you're a rich boy, rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. Rich boy. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. Woo. Oh, I love it, baby. I love it. That is Lance Stroll at number nine. Look, he's been okay. I've been pretty happy with what I've seen from Lancey Boy. Right? He hasn't been that bad at all. There's not really too much to go about it, but I think he's he's racing better than Vettel at the moment. Yes, Vettel had a good race in the last three, but overall across that whole board, it wasn't that great. Stroll started P12 in guitar, finished P6. He's in form. He's looking good. Nice haul of points there for Aston Martin recently. Now, speaking of haul of points, number eight, Esteban Ocon. He's uh, looking very nice in that Alpine right now. That that team is dialed in. A few races ago, Alpha Tauri were even on points with him. Basically, Alpha Gasly, Pierre Gasly was even on points with Alpine. And now, what have Alpine done? I don't, I don't know. Just go on and get a fucking podium and get a big bag of points. Great work, Esteban Ocon. Teammate in at number seven, Alonso Banano. Well done getting on the podium when you're 105 years old. I love it. You were fantastic on the weekend. You've been great this year, actually. Like, it's always worrying when you see these superstars, your heroes, come back into the sport when they're a lot older. You think, oh, yeah, yeah, come on. I mean, it's not one of those sports you can just walk away from, come back and be amazing. You need to put in the work, need to put in the effort. Had the bike crash at the start of the year as well, which, which you know, could have really impacted a lot of his racing and did impact a lot of his racing. So now... To see him get on the podium after seven and a bit years. Woo! Exciting stuff. I like it. Number six, the smooth operator. Smooth operator. Carlos Sainz, number six. Ferrari are just absolutely flying at the moment. Well done, Carlos Sainz. It was a real toss-up between him and Leclerc where I should have them. Um, but again, Carlos is just doing his thing. I really like what he is doing at the moment. Number five, I've got Battery Bottas up there. Because if you actually look, yeah, um, again, we always just compare him to his teammate, but if you actually look at what he's doing, the results he's getting, I mean, he's starting to, he's doing all right. He's still not doing enough, but he keeps getting given engine penalty after engine penalty, and now he's just uh, had an unlucky, unfortunate uh, puncture and retirement in guitar but overall I mean are Mercedes still winning the championship constructors championship yeah they are so that's all you can really ask for number four Charles Leclerc jerk the Leclerc oh, I'm fully erect Charles Leclerc number four he has been in a fine form this year couple of poles earlier on in the season but lately that Ferrari engine dialed in. We're going to another... The reason I bring up those poles, where did they happen? Monaco, Baku. Where are we going? Another street circuit in Jeddah. Now, look, no one's raced there. It's got. It's a high-speed high street circuit, much like Baku. 
Um, so it, it will be interesting to see if, if the Ferraris can get that pace back again on that circuit. Number three, Checo. Sergio Perez. Couple of podiums in a row. All right. Not bad, not bad. All right. Struggled. Just missed out on the podium in Qatar. Um, I still think it was the right decision to pit him that uh, second time. He didn't, he didn't agree, but he was still... I mean, who knows what would have happened. At the end, it's all about damage limitations. Try and get as many points as you can. Try and claw back the constructors. You've got Max up there doing his thing anyway. Um, so, yeah, good work by Perez. He's, ha he's having himself a very nice year. I, I mean, I said at the start of the year that I thought Red Bull would win... Uh, the, no, I, actually, I said, yeah, Red Bull would win the championship, constructors' championship. Hamilton would win the drivers' championship. I didn't want those things to happen, but it looks like they, they, they're a chance now. They're definitely a chance. Number two, Max Verstappen on the list at number two. Look, he's finished second in all these races. First in Mexico, second in Brazil, second in Qatar. He's getting those fastest laps. He's still got a lead on the championship. He's looking good. You can't fault him. And the only reason he's not number one is because the person that's number one is Lewis Hamilton, who's doing an unbelievable job at the moment. Now, look, do I think a lot of that is the car as well? Of course. But do I think you could stick any driver in this grid in that car and get those same results? No, not at all. I don't think anyone could. All right? Hamilton's been absolutely incredible with that car. When those two, when you see a driver and car together on the same page like that, oh, it's looking good. Uh, but Hamilton, well done. That's why you are the number one on the... Oh, what? What? Hmm. I've got the power. Oh, my God. Ranking. Yeah I, yeah, I forgot my own edits there. I forgot my own edits, but that's all right. Hamilton, number one, Verstappen, two, Perez, three. I mean, I'm excited. Drivers. Ranking. It's going to be such an exciting last two races. I'm sure I stuffed up. Let me know over at the socials at Park It In My Ferme, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you like the socials. That's what I just said. At Park It In My Ferme that's on what I just Facebook, said. Twitter, and Promo Instagram. Guy. Get the hell out of it. Get, Klaus, get him out. Get him out. He's hogging the mic. Well, that's going to bring us to the end of episode 92. Eight to go to the big hundo. That's what the saying is. And oh, do I have something special in store for you for episode 100 coming up in a few weeks' time. But make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss out on that. And also our big preview on the Jeddah Grand Prix, Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, whatever the fuck they want to call that thing. Also, head on over to the socials at Parker to my family, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And of course, if you want to become part of the Legends Club here at Parker to my family, go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Parker to my family. Join the Legends Club. And right now, you can be a part of the show like the Queen herself, atop her throne, Austin. Thank you, as always, for reaching out and supporting the show. Any money going towards the show will go towards building this brand. Um, and and making it the number one podcast in the world. Not just the number one comedy F1 podcast. Going to but as always, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Network.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.